0: Hi everybody, it's My Fishing Cape Cod podcast host Kevin Collins and welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast presented by Cape and Islands Mitsubishi and Cape Codder Boats. What you're about to listen to is an excerpt from our weekly My Fishing Cape Cod fishing report formatted podcast that originally aired on Friday, October 20th. This is an excerpt of the show where I sit down with A.J. Coots of Red Top Sporting Goods. In this recording, you'll hear A.J. discuss a report and some in-depth details on the Cape Cod Canal, as well as Buzzards Bay and the Bluefin Tuna Fishery, both for Giants and Recreational. A.J. will also get into his freshwater fishing forecast for the fall and winter months, and he'll talk in-depth about the trout fishery as well here in the kettle ponds of Cape Cod. Now, if you want to access this week's podcast in its entirety, head on over to MyFishingCapeCod.com. It's there where you can use your username and email. If you don't yet have a membership to MyFishingCapeCod, head on over to the website, MyFishingCapeCod.com. It's there you can sign up for a one-month trial membership. And if you don't like what you see, read, or hear, you can feel free to cancel after your one month without any future hassle or obligations. And hopefully you'll like what you see and you read and you hear and you stick with us for a little bit and you'll get access to all these podcasts that get published every week during the season, as well as all of our other in-depth report podcasts, uh, including our Advanced Angler podcast, which features a lot of information on surfcasting Cape Cod for big striped bass and our podcast series with legendary angler Patrick Sabil, which focuses on a number of interesting topics. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with AJ Coots of Red Top Sporting Goods. Well, up next on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our great friend AJ Coots from Red Top Sporting Goods in beautiful Buzzards Bay, Massachusetts. AJ, how are you on this sunny day?
1: I'm doing well. Uh, Fishing's been good. Business has been pretty steady for this time of year, and right now I'm outside recording with you and uh, it's a beautiful day so what else could you ask for right
0: so let's start off with the Cape Cod Canal I got a chance to get down there on Saturday night I didn't fish I was just walking my dog AJ um, but I saw plenty of people fishing uh, very successfully down your neck of the woods by the railroad bridge I walked from the railroad bridge which actually went down uh, you know in my honor since I was down there you know right around Sunset uh, the train went over, and my, my dog Brady and I walked all the way past the Bourne Bridge, maybe almost halfway to the Sagamore. We, we walked a really good hike uh, in the dark, and we checked in with a lot of folks that seemed to be doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, I mean, fishing has been prototypical fall run fishing in the canal. It's been been excellent. There's been topwater fish. Uh, once that bite kind of subsides in the morning, um, you can still continue to catch them on jigs. Uh, there's still some guys catching albies in the canal, which is great for this time of year. You know, they they kind of they ventured more east and north than they typically do. With them being off of P Town this year, they went up all the way to the Gurnett and Duxbury. Um, Plymouth was loaded with them, so it's like that's an unusual thing for false albacore. So the fact that that they're that far north and you know means they're gonna come back down through, and they're probably gonna come through the canal again. So. There's definitely a good chance of getting those, and again, striper fishing's been good, and still still some bluefish around, not as many as we had, but again, it's you know just prototypical fall for us
0: and in terms of the striper fishing in the canal a j it was tough for me in the dark to see what they could potentially be eating. um it was relatively low tide when I was walking uh you know, folks were well out onto the the rock um you know fishing, and it seemed like the fish. We're pushing and, and kind of schooling a lot of small bait up on the sides of the canal, and I could hear a bunch of tail sl- slaps in the dark. Any idea on what those fish are eating?
1: Yeah, so it's definitely a combination of a small, skinny bait. Um, my my guess would be like silversides or some kind of bay anchovy or something along, something along those lines for sure. And then there's still a peanut bunker, um, a little bit bigger than like a traditional peanut, maybe like the small ones are three inches. The big ones could be like five inches, but still that, that silver and black profile where they, they don't have their adult color yet. And you still want to keep in mind that you want to keep your baits, if you can, you know, try to keep them a little smaller and, uh, you know, mimic what they're feeding on. But that's my best guess as to what they are is is peanut bunkers and, and silversides or bay anchovies.
0: Very cool. And in terms of moving through the canal in the fall run, as we tape here in the second to last week of October, it's going to be our last visit, AJ. How long do you think these nice schools of fish will keep pushing through the canal? You think we still got a couple weeks left?
1: Yeah, as long as, uh, as long as Mother Nature doesn't throw us a left hook or anything, uh, you know, and hit us with a, a bad storm or nor'easter or hurricane, whatever, Whatever term the weatherman wants to use this week. You know, as long as as long as Mother Nature's on our side, I don't see any reason why you couldn't consistently canal fish until easily early November. Um, if you're super hardcore, I still think you can catch a fish in the canal by Thanksgiving. Like yeah. I mean that's it's normal but people find other things to do that time of year, you know, with family going on and holidays and whatnot and football, they they find a lot of real-world excuses to, to not go fishing. But, I mean, I, I can confidently say if you want to catch a fish, regardless of size, you could easily do so until Thanksgiving in the canal.
0: And when we're talking about this migration as well, one thing that kind of came into my mind as I was walking, just from the sheer amount of bait that you mentioned, that is around in the canal and throughout the West End there, it's almost like some of these fish might say, as they're migrating or their instincts are telling them, you know, feed and push south, once they see the amount of food there, they might just hang out for a while.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that that's obviously included in my forecast with the fish staying around. And unless we get some kind of huge blow that's going to churn up the water and get these fish out of here, with the amount of bait, like, why, why would you leave the all-you-can-eat yeah. buffet? I mean, it, there's no need to yet.
0: Yeah, not o- not only is it an all-you-can-eat buffet, but really when you see it in person or you hear it, even at night when you can't see that much, um, you know, it's it's not just an all-you-can-eat buffet, but it's a trapped all-you-can-eat buffet. And and at low tide, but, there's not many places to hide for, for all that bait.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's why you see. I mean, when you mentioned it, that when you were walking, like the fish are breaking on shore, like you don't have to cast halfway across the canal this time of year because the smaller bait hang out by the rocks and the macros sometimes will get caught out in a rip in the middle. Yep. You know, when the big bass are feeding on those, but when the, when the small bait are in, like they're nestled up against the rocks, So a little SP minnow or a little magic swimmer or something, you know, that can, that can prove very effective with a, a minimal cast.
0: Now pushing out into buzzards Bay, uh, what are you hearing in terms of a buzzards Bay report? What's going on out there?
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been windy. So a lot of guys have, been stuck at the dock or stuck at the ramp you know but for the guys going out tog fishing's picking up significantly um and we've actually seen a huge jump in shore tog fishing Huh? guys have been doing it off the fish pier they've been doing it quite a bit in the canal and when you when you think about what tog like they like rocks well for seven well, 14 miles of shoreline seven miles down each side is rocks in the canal so It's a difficult way to fish, um, but it can be very, it can yield a very effective fishery. AJ,
0: can you give us a little bit of a, of a hint or perhaps some just knowledge, you know, from what you've been able to accumulate talking to these guys, is the setup for a tog that you're trying to fish, you know, in pretty major current potentially in the canal, is it different than say a guy in Buzzards Bay out in 25 feet of you know, gentle current. Um, you know, just drifting over a boulder field.
1: No, I think you just want to. You want to get your cast out. You want to make sure your weight's kind of settled and not drifting. Mm. But obviously, not so heavy that it's going to get stuck in the rocks and you lose your rig.
0: What kind of weight do you need? You know, for the canal. Yeah,
1: I mean, honestly, two three ounces is all you need for for the canal for tog fishing. Okay. Um, you want to you want to hold the rocks. You want to get your crab down, but. I know they call it like jigging for tog. You don't you don't jig. You just leave it on the bottom, and they eat it. Mm. You know, it's it's a different fishery than like jigging for sea bass. You basically jigging for sea bass, you're you're slow pitching, you're jigging actively. With tog fishing, it's you just set it on the bottom and let them come to you. They're they're lazy, you know. They fight hard but they're lazy.
0: In terms of fish that maybe aren't quite as lazy, what are you hearing about? You know the the bluefin tuna fishery, both from a giant and recreational perspective.
1: Yeah, the most recent report I've heard, um, good fish, uh, commercial fish at the southeast corner of Stellwagen, um, and you could work all the way from the southeast corner to uh, Peaktail Bar on the backside of P town. There, um, that general area has had both commercial size and recreational size fish. So if you got, if you got a weather window, it's still a good opportunity to get out and get one.
0: And one other thing I wanted to ask you, A.J., is as we go through the, the late fall here into the, the early part of our winter and head toward the holiday season, I know a lot of folks will want to try their hand at freshwater fishing as well, the many kettle ponds that Cape Cod and the South Shore have to offer um, just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, a freshwater forecast from you and what the shop also has, you know, for those folks that want to try their hand at that.
1: Sure. So forecast-wise, um, I kind of have some insider information here. If we were on the stock market, we'd definitely get charged for insider trading. But one of my one of my part-time employees runs the hatchery and sandwich full-time. So every time they stock or getting ready to stock, Uh, he lets me know to make sure that the shop's fully stocked for the trout fishery that we have. The state does a remarkable job um, with loading up trout in the ponds. They have an interactive uh, function on the website where you can see when they stocked, what they stocked, and where they stocked. So they really give you tools to be successful. And, uh, you know, we're right there trying to give you the tools as well. We carry shiners all year, uh, night crawlers all year, we have a huge selection of uh, spoons and small selection of flies. If they're into that, you know, you can get them on the fly rod. Um, so I mean, pretty much everything you need. We're we're ready to go for the for the fall freshwater fishery.
0: And from a a logistical standpoint, the store I'm hoping itself will be pretty much open. You know, you guys will close probably for some of the holidays coming up, but you'll pretty much be open. You know, throughout the remainder of the winter, I would think.
1: Yeah. We are closed on the major holidays, so Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, we do have a little bit of. Uh, we're probably going to have a transitional period uh, at the first of the year. We're going to change our point of sale software, which uh, is should allow us to get up uh, an online store. So, you know, we're really looking forward to that. But it's going to be a big transition. So there may be a like a week or so by the, you know around the end of the year, where we're closed for a whole week and. Yo, we'll put that out on our website and our social media and everything so that our customers don't show up and go, ah, oh, what the heck, you know? But uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, we're here seven days a week. We, uh, we're we only here a half day on Sunday. We run like eight to one because uh, I mean, I know the Patriots aren't doing well this year, but when they, when they wear a powerhouse, uh, we weren't busy typically after one o'clock on Sundays because of football. So that's pretty much the only day we close early, but you know hopefully we have uh everything you need and hopefully we can help you out
0: well it's been a great year aj being with you it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast for all these months and i'm really hopeful we can do it again next year
1: yeah looking forward to it man it was great and uh you know happy to be on here and hopefully uh hopefully help some folks uh catch some more fish that's kind of why we open the doors
0: my thanks to aj coots of red top sporting goods for joining us today on this edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast presented by Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. As I mentioned off the top of this recording, if you want to hear the podcast in its entirety, head on over to MyFishingCapeCod.com. It's there where you can use your username and password to log in and access this podcast in its full format as well as all of our past and future podcast content. If you're not yet a member, please head on over to the website MyFishingCapeCod.com. You can give a one-month membership a trial, and if you don't like the content, you can feel free to cancel without any future hassle or obligation after that. I sure hope you enjoyed what you heard on this mini edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast, and until we chat again next time, this is your host Kevin Collins signing off. Tight lines, and take care.